Hey guys, so this is going to be an episode where I am um, ripping the entire episode which I did on Instagram live video with Varun Maya and it is going to be a 45 minute long episode where everything is raw starting from the beginning where I invited Varun on an Instagram live video till he goes off and that's where you will get to know a lot of things about his life, his company and his thought process, building a company, scaling the agency and various other things so hope you enjoy the episode get the most out of it and do let me know on instagram dm or any post do share it this do share this episode on your instagram tag me over there tag varun and let us know if it brought any value to you enjoy the episode all right thank you so much for all those lovely hearts hey my man varun how are you what's up hi pradeep long time coming <laughs> yeah indeed man how are you I'm good man, I just had a very like, just thought home. I, I, I'm, live session, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure because like the way we were actually supposed to, by the way, for audience who are watching us right now, all you 128, 125 people who are watching us right now live, I just wanted to let you know that we were supposed to do that in the noon, but because I'm sure Varun is so busy right now and uh, but but we just managed that we would bring value any point in time today itself and finally we are live over here <laughs> and a lot of people are saying the collab we are waiting for and things like that i'm sure this is going to be a very fruitful uh, valuable session over here uh, what, what what do you want to say varun yeah tell me <laughs> your smile says everything right now yeah i just uh, you know exactly what, actually Actually, everyone, like some of the people on your comments are saying it, right? Uh, this is the Avengers of the digital marketing age. <laughs> you know, um, the company called Team 10. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know Team 10, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, all these guys in the US, um, they created this community of marketers and generally content creators, right? So I think it, it, without knowing it, we've been uh, doing it in India like this, right? So, so yeah, it's like good to be part of like a bigger community. And exactly. It's the first time we're on a, on a live together, so I'm excited. Exactly. Varun, Varun, on that on that note, I would just let you know that uh, like, have you have you seen all these TikTok influencers, like the Musically earlier, which was known as Musically, like all the musers, people always like I have seen these musers as a community where there is no competition. Yes, at the back of the mind, they are like, all right, fine, he has these many followers and I have these many followers. At the back of the mind, they have that kind of thing. But I always see uh, that people are so into like like collaborations. Alright, you see all these musical players or musically guys, musers, tiktokers, all these guys are always into collaboration, they are doing videos together and like they are, they are all crushing it. I guess, I think there's some lag. yeah I guess so, just a, just a second, just a second. Is it fine now? Yeah, I think it's better now. Yeah. I mean, it's because of... In Mumbai. Yeah, it's raining in Mumbai. I guess that's the reason why there is, there is some network issue, I guess. No, it's much better now. I think uh, this is perfect. Okay, okay, okay. Cool enough. I hope, hope the rains are with us now. <laughs> so, what I was saying was, uh, you know, this reminds me of... I don't know if you've seen a movie called Straight Out of Compton. Have you seen it? Nope. The one about... Uh, uh, how the American rap industry was formed, uh-huh. right? So it's uh, 
you know how all the rappers got together they all all had their own individual act and then eventually started putting it you know together and i feel like we are also doing the same thing in a in a certain way right we're yes putting, like all of us are doing it separately and then putting it together so so i don't i'm seeing it happen for the first time i'm seeing it happen live i'm excited <laughs> uh, and so we bring up more you know interesting people onto um, our live sessions our podcasts so yeah i i, I don't even know what we're going to create in the next five years but what? you know i'm excited I mean trust me this is the conversation which I had with one of the 17 year old kid whom I did a paid con- paid consultation and he was asking me that uh, like people like you people like Varun people like hell lot of xyz people who are already giving away free content free content free content then what about people like us like 17 year old kid there might be like millions of 17 year old kid who are learning for free from people like us and then they are insecure that they will learn more and I will be lagging behind and I was like why are you insecure you are insecure because you are not able to apply to that level which you think right so it's it's not the fault and one more thing right i, I feel like as you and i evolve over the next maybe one or two years our content will also evolve exactly so the gap will be created you know for young entrepreneurs who want to teach people just one step below them or young digital marketers who want to teach people one step you know um, below them i think that's that's uh, A huge opportunity. Like we we'll evolve, we we'll start putting on more things. We we'll get bored of the old things that we're putting out. Uh, always space, man. That's what I believe. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, Varun, I'm super excited. Like uh, for people who are right now in the house, let me tell you, like uh, people who don't know, he is the guy who is known by this, like pajama prophet or pajama prophet. How do you how do you say that? It's it's the normal pajama which we wear. Yeah, yeah same pajama. Same pajama. <laughs> ऑफ Uh, behind this book so how did this idea come and how how this can help people who are watching right now how can this bring bring value to people got it so see um, there are two things that are important for somebody to have you know um, for somebody to be good at what they do right at least or to be somebody like you the first thing is you need to have technical skill right you need to actually know how to personally brand yourself you know do digital marketing or write code or whatever whichever segment you are in and the second thing is actually understanding how to freelance so how do you pick up projects how do you sell to other people because see whether we like it or not we are all in the profession of sales yeah right we have to sell ourselves if you want um any sort of uh, any sort of money right so for our profit you know we were doing a lot of freelance when i i started very early i started when i was 11 or 12 years old and how are you and how, how old are you right now i'm 26 okay cool na i just started 26 so so when i was 11 or 12 i started writing code i was a very nerdy kid no one was guys sitting in front of a computer all the time um but then after few years you know when i entered college i i mean i don't know how you feel about college but i i didn't feel really good right I even i didn't i am a three times dropout by choice right <laughs> <laughs> so i was just like whatever they teaching me is not relevant to what i'm doing or what i want to do so uh, we started freelancing and Uh, you know, I said this many times. For the first project I took, I was paid hundred dollars, and I did three months of work, three months of coding work. And uh, you know, I wish somebody was there to give me advice at that point. So 
you know, after that, we obviously got bigger, we got some bigger clients. And, you know, it's, it's the thing, right? If you've been along there for a few years, eventually you get good of what you're doing. That happened to us. And then, you know, I wanted to take a risk, so I started a startup. Uh, but I wrote the book more as a letter to myself. Okay. Right? But uh, Abhinav Tikara was one of the guys who I started that freelance company with. Because I'll be very honest, why we started a company rather than do it alone? Because I'm sure you faced it, it gets lonely doing it alone. I know. Right? I know. Right? Because no one else to talk to on a daily basis. That's why you're creating a team. That's why I like working in teams. Because it's just, I want to tell the other person that, you know, this is my, this is what the client, uh, this is the problem the client gave me. So I want to talk about all that. So Abhinav Sikara was one of the guys I used to talk to about it. He also started freelancing. He also did a decent job. I think today he's VP designer on Academy. Okay. So, so I think, you know, the progression was such that we just did it together and we wrote a letter to our old selves. Like Pajam Prof is like, okay, here's tip one. Don't make this mistake. Do this. Definitely do this. This please avoid. And, you know, this is the way you send an email. So, very basic stuff. And I didn't want to keep it a motivational book. I wanted to give like tactical advice. Yeah. And that's what I did. But I'll tell you the sad part, right? Or, or I don't know if it's the sad part. So, when when we started doing Pajama Profit and we started seeing all this response, I, I really didn't expect Pajama Profit to get as big as it is today. Okay. Right? Um, today, I mean, it, it became a number one Amazon business presser. I promise you that was luck. Right? And But what we realized is that this game of content, right? Pajama Profit is paid content, but then this game of free content that we're putting out, that is attracting a lot of following. Right, a lot of people want to listen to it. Right, same same kind of response that you you're getting. And then I realized that if I can spend at least you know 20, 25 minutes a day on this, then maybe it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, for these guys to learn something. So it stopped being about making money and start being a little more about being altruistic, giving back to the community, trying to help them. And surprisingly, that improved business. Right, surprisingly, the pajama profit sales went up. So that idea <laughs> that that you know, told you know you know all of you guys are creating content. You know how will I make money? Um, the answer is, you know, if you put out content for free, a lot of content for free, your paid content also people buy. Hundred percent. Right, just a little bit here and there. So that's that's my story of Pajama. That's that's perfectly that that's the correct thing. Like you mentioned correctly and uh, rightly said that uh, like when you put out so much of content, so much of content, so much of content, like people build trust in you. People build trust in the brand which is putting out the content. That is a personal brand or a corporate brand. So it doesn't matter where the brand is. It what matters is at the end of the day, people are coming on internet for what? People are right now live, right now watching us live right now. Why? Because they want some information. It's it's like they come over here for information. Now that used to happen like a couple of years back where they used to come for just information. Now they want to just have that stress buster as well. So they also want entertainment. So it's a world, it's, it's a world where we are living and which is what I call as infotainment. So I always think of me as a content creator who is into a niche which is known as infotainment. No digital marketing, no motivation, no fitness, no nothing. We all are into a niche which is known as infotainment. So whatever we are good at, we just have to do that, do that, do that. Now I cannot think of writing a book right now, not at all for at least next five years. All right, where Varun is already having this best-selling book. Doesn't make any difference to both of us. <laughs> all right. Be very honest, <laughs> you know, I was always like, you know, I want to be a content creator who gives out tactical advice. But then I realized the engagement on the advice that I gave was very, that was very tactical, was very low. Right? So I was like, okay, people are coming for two reasons. Exact same thing you realized, <laughs> I realized late. Then I realized, oh shit, people also want to entertain. People also want to, you know, have stress buster. They want to see exactly. familiar faces. 
and and it took me see I I'm I'm a late learner so it took me a long time to realize that right but but I'm glad I was speaking to somebody else uh, in this game about uh, uh, I don't remember his Instagram handle but he has about twenty thousand twenty five thousand um, followers okay. same thing he repeated right he said I started with great content and then I realized over time that I also need to entertain I also need to uh, make it fun do some skits we are all coming to the same conclusion so I think I think this is like yeah. I'll give an example. I was speaking to the CEO of the Fiverr company in India, right? and I was telling him about Instagram, right? You know what is happening with Instagram? Why is he build a personal brand, or rather, why is he build a company brand that's authentic? Because yes. they are constantly, as a bank, they're putting out you know images saying you know this scheme, this offer, and I said nobody cares about that. Why do people open Instagram? They think they're gonna follow you and just you know you keep posting like interest rate ka para offers. They don't care. Do some <laughs> personality, do some funny things, bring a celebrity over, you know, have fun like. Talks it about some other bank, like anything, any of it, right? And he's like, no, you know, we can't do that. And I told, I, I actually told him, I was like, look at, you know, Digital Pratik stuff. He's doing some good stuff. You know, we are doing some good stuff. Maybe you can learn a little bit about this. And he said, uh, no, it's, you know, as a bank, we have to be conservative about this. And I said, look at the banks in the US, right? They also started doing this, right? So, the world is changing. People want to see authenticity. People want to see human beings talk to each other. They don't want to see a brand. People are. Because hate brands now. Yeah. Not for corporate brands. No personality. Um. And and that's it, man. I'm 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 learning a lot from your content. Um. More about how you post, how often you post. It's it's a thing, right? Like I'm I'm I observe from the best. And exactly. just this infotainment thing, I came into um or I learned about much much later than you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, like, Varun, tell us more about when did you get started with this internet thing? I I never ask people that uh, like when did you start digital marketing? When did you start selling book or anything? People are always into some kind of ideas and execution on that ideas. But I want to know when did you come? Like, like when was the first ever time you hit enter for your business kind of idea on internet? Okay, so I don't see the difference between like what I do on the internet. Um, as in whether I'm sitting and playing a game or whether I'm doing business, I don't see it as different things. So I started. I got a computer at the age of seven. My parents were lucky. Amazing people. They gave me a computer and then they left me alone. <laughs> they, never, uh, they never checked in on on me, bothered on me. And you know, it's very dangerous to. I guess you might have watched your first pawn when you were. I guess. I guess you must have uh, watched your first pawn then when you were like ten, eleven. Hey, dialogue. Dialogue is. Uh, For those of you who don't know dial-up, some of these guys are very young. Uh, I'm sure you know what dial-up is. Dial-up, it makes this very slow, you know, sound like there's this uh, metronome. Like I can't. It's okay. Know, but, we know, we can we can definitely do a different kind of video on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do a different video. But man, dial-up is horrible. But I struggled with dial-up and I learned how to write code very very early because I just wanted to learn how how a computer works. And then I I started my first YouTube channel at the age of thirteen. Thirteen uh, when I was thirteen, um, I made a gaming channel for one of the games I used to play. I used to just record all my good plays and everyone else's bad plays, and I used to put it online. Uh, that got popular. In fact, at the early days of YouTube, we had like hundred thousand, two hundred thousand views per video, but nobody knew it was me. Yeah. Right. I was not creating a brand. Right. So it was just some gaming content. <laughs> watch it, then they go to the next one. Subscriber. They didn't care about subscribing. I didn't care about subscribers. Um, and then when I went to college, you know, I produced a video. It was called GTA Manipal. It's I think a one minute or two minute long video where I was just embarrassing myself on the video. It's still on YouTube. It has I think thirty percent dislikes. Um, where you know I'm, I I just made fun of myself, and I don't know why I did it. But those are things, right? Like 
that's when I got really started thinking it. And I was like, I don't care whether I embarrass myself. Just gonna do it. Varun, I'll tell you an interesting story on this one. When you said 30% dislikes on the video which you have done, like people don't recognize you, you are nothing. I'll tell you an interesting story of 2016 when I was just like like trying to figure out YouTube SEO, and I was doing a hell lot of videos, screen recording, like. I was not if you go back in 2014 15 16 when i used to do videos like not this much videos but videos like i used to say hi this is prateek there was no digital prateek by the way there was prateek sin chodasma that's my entire real name and i used to say that so hey this is prateek sin chodasma and today in this episode we are going to watch and this is how i used to start and to be super honest there was no camera i mean i was not in the camera i was screen recording all right and one of the videos which i did was how to get custom url for your youtube channel in 2016 and that video which i shot was in december 2015 and just because it was 2016 so that because of youtube seo and all those things we in the title we write 2016 so that in 2016 people who are watching they feel that it is fresh content all right see this <laughs> all these kind of hacks and blah 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 things we always do that and when we i did that like that video went like rocket all right because 2016 video there was no video on that particular topic i was the first one to create that one and it went like a rocket for youtube seo i did a couple of optimizations as well at that point in time and what happened was that video was what i am actually typing whatever i'm speaking on a notepad on a windows pc just imagine what kind of noise and interference would it be like if if i'm saying hey guys so i'm writing hey guys and that is screen recorded i did that why because i wanted a long form video <laughs> and i i'm i'm showcasing i'm showcasing everything over there that this is what i'm going to now open so now i'm going to click hit blah 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 i'm typing and then i'm doing all right and that is the most hated video on my youtube channel right now with mo- you had 30% dislikes i probably have 80% dislikes and the highest number of comments on that <laughs> And like, uh, yeah, please, please, uh, please. Right? Two, two years of embarrassment. When you start doing any sort of content, either video, either here on YouTube or Instagram, if your face is on it, two years of embarrassment. Hundred percent. I tell them, believe in your content for the next five years, and no matter what, you will have your sixth year for yourself, for your brand. And that's where I always tell people that your real name will get converted into your brand name. So don't worry about the brand name in the initial stages. Like there was no digital pratik till 2017, July 2017. That's where like it was registered then, and then I started a couple of page here and there. And this is not even my first ever page. Like like on the first post of this particular po- uh, page, I have at the rate fit digital pratik because that's what the name for this page was. Then I converted. Anyways, uh, cut the crap. Like like what all things are you currently doing, Varun? Okay, so before that, you know, I have something to add. I think yeah. one, I got a really good idea from this from this video, right? Maybe the right way to pitch it, the right way to pitch entering into content is to start telling people, and maybe you and I should do a collab video on this. Where you should tell people like, when you start doing content, think of it as your minus five. Or yeah. Think of it as your minus. Think okay. of you at negative. ஒன்ஸ்ட்லி 
<laughs> you are minus five when you are just getting started. That's it. <laughs> Start a company called Jobspy. Um, very very stressful three years of my life. I wish I could go back and erase it. But after those first three years, um, yeah, I, when I, after I sold the company, I started a company called Avalon Labs. And in Avalon now, we just make investments. We invest in different companies. Um, we have you know one investment in the US, one in Singapore, one in Estonia. So we have investments all all across the world. So now, what am I really doing? I have a 55 man team. I let them do their thing. Like I'm trying not to be one of those managers who's annoying their uh, employees, but right now I'm. I think I'm focused on creating content. I want to create an education platform, man. Yep. Like I want to do. Like, see, investing is fine. It's 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 like one of those things where you can help a lot, but it's not your baby, right? And the services business is is, is a services business, right? Client aata hai, we do some servicing for the client, you know, and then maybe six months, eight months later, you get the next client on board, right? So. Uh, today, what we're doing is today, or rather, what I'm doing is I'm investing and I'm spending a lot of my time creating content. Okay. I think Instagram is the future, so I'm trying to learn more about this platform. I'm trying to learn what time to like simple things, right? I'm, I'm trying to learn what's the best time to engage, what's the best content that responds. How can I monetize that content two years later? Yeah. I, I don't like again for me again on Instagram, it's pure minus two. People ask me why aren't you charging for your content? I'm sure you've also been asked this. Why are you doing so much for free? Right? So. I, I'm just, I'm learning man. And yeah. two years later, I'll see what to do with it. Exactly, exactly. So for all the people who are saying that you are doing nothing and all those things. Alright. Uh, are we still connected? Yeah, sorry. I, I think you dropped off for a second. Yes, maybe, maybe because of the network. So yes, what I'm saying is like, uh, yeah, obviously, whether Instagram is the future or not, what I feel is, like the the best piece of content which is consumed by audience that is something which we as content creators have to understand so right now if if like if i chop this entire video whatever length of the video it would be like 30 40 50 minutes whatever it is if i give that one entire video to your team probably your team won't watch it in one go but if i give them an audio piece of content definitely they will listen to it while they are working while they are driving xyz so the chances of me as brand getting into their life in one go in audio would be better versus video content. So I don't it's think like happening. it's it's already happening. It's yes, already exactly. Happening. I have I have one uh, my uh, one of the guys who works in my marketing team follows your stuff very uh, closely. Yeah. So you said me the other day. You know, I heard uh, I saw I think we were chatting and then uh, you put up some poster or something or, or some story and he said you know you're on digital Pratik story. So, you know, he follows your content, he's a big fan of what you're doing. So, I'm happy man, because at the end of the day, you're doing your research, you're putting out good content, <laughs> whatever is working, my employees are able to see, they're copying it for the for clients. So, at the 100%. end of the day, you will, you I love the fact that you're putting this out, because then I don't have to do the training for my team. <laughs> it's better done by you, man, who does it for a daily basis. Exactly. So, I, all right, all right. So Varun, uh, we'll, we'll just hang out with uh, over here with our uh, couple of uh, audience. Guys, uh, throw me a quick one if, if uh, we are getting any value out of this particular video. Throw me a quick one in the comments box so that we guys can know that this is bringing value. And then we'll randomly pick up two questions for this Instagram live. And Varun is going to initiate the answer. Probably I can just add up more value over there. And then we can conclude the Instagram live because the more we talk, probably we have 24 hours and that would be less 
for both of us to actually speak over here because like we have so much to speak over here because of our practicalities, experience, whatever we do. So throw me a quick one over here, one, 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 one. Ah, <laughs> awesome. Let me do that from my end as well. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, so how do you, okay, fine. Cool enough. So uh, we have question stickers over here. So people are already saying, what's the surprise live guys? Okay, how many times a day follow me at what stage should Indian startup register overseas? So Varun, that's the question. All right, here is the question. Yep, here is the question. Go ahead, bring it on. Okay, I think the question is at what stage should an Indian startup register overseas? Um, I made a video about this, about what it's like to register a company in uh, America, in Singapore. I think it's on my YouTube channel. Just look for my full name, Barun Maya. Uh, but I'll tell you when to start, right? See, two options. India is not the best place to do business. Singapore is great, America is great, and Singapore is very expensive. Um, just our yearly fees are run into the few lakhs, just even if you don't do anything there, so don't do that. Um, but uh, if, if you're doing the US, you should do Stripe Atlas. It's just $500, and I'm telling you, Stripe US is amazing. They give you a Stripe account, it's a payment gateway, it's it's all in one. But if you really, really want to ask, like if, if you really ask me whether I should register a business here or there, my suggestion is to use something like Gumroad to sell your stuff, if you're selling stuff. Uh, which allows you to take the payments into your own personal uh, pocket. It's, it's just smarter. But when you get a little bigger, like maybe after you get, after making a certain amount of revenue, maybe at least a lakh or two lakhs a month, then you can move into a company account because you can show expenses. But yeah, I made a bit longer video about this. So whatever I say on this will be too short uh, about the topic. Great, great. So guys, follow him on YouTube channel, Varun Maya. Just search for that full name and go for this particular topic. You'll definitely find a detailed answer. Let us go with uh, um, another one. So here is the next question for you, Varun. How did you scale your agency? Okay, so um, two, two things, right? When you scale an agency, there's a scaling the talent, uh, which is who is actually servicing, and then scaling sales. Okay. Scaling sales, uh, I'll start with that first, because we, what we used to do in the past is when you're small, you need, uh, you need clients first, and then you need uh, talent, right? You need somebody to service yep. the client. But as you get bigger, that changes. You need to bench talent so you can pick on new clients. Yeah. Right? So when we do uh, clients first, how we sell it, we do cold emails. We used to do cold emails today. We don't do so much cold emails. We do cold calls. Like we have this huge list of businesses in, in India uh, and the US where we actually do cold calls. We use software called HubSpot to do it. It's very simple. Pick up the phone, have a script in front of you. You don't need to memorize anything. And just say, hey, can I, can I have like a... 20 minute call with you to show you my products and services. We yeah. used to sell marketing services two years ago. Today we sell mostly product services. Once you have one or two clients that have done a decent job with you, uh, or you've done a decent job for, then the client will refer you to somebody else. Okay. Right. So reference works well and cold calls. That's what we generally use. And then we have the secret technique. If you're in the same city, we have this technique called account-based marketing where we just make a small package with an Avalon logo on it, and inside that package we have like two three things. With a letter saying that you know, if you work with us, we'd be happy to do your marketing or your or build a product for you. And we just we have about um, 30 such packages that we send out about once or uh, twice a month to different companies across uh, Bangalore. And then once they look at it, look at it, we give them a call after that. And then you know, sometimes it happens. See, our quotas 
today is very small. It's like get like three or four new companies a month because all the old companies that we work with still work with us. Okay. So if you're sending thirty packages a month, you see if you're sending thirty emails a month, you know the conversion is nothing, yeah, right? Obviously. You send like thirty thousand emails a month, you'll get one percent conversion rate. We send thirty packages, you'll get four to five closes. That's what we realize. Okay. So try to get try to get a face to face meeting, man, with whoever is necessary. In fact. In a way, the personal brand that I'm building also helps me get meetings. Hundred percent. Right? The book that I wrote helps me get easier. So that's on the sales end, right? And on the talent end, that's I think a bigger challenge because see, when you're small, nobody wants to work for you, right? Uh, but and as you get bigger, more people want to work for you. But they're also the wrong kind of people. Talent is this one thing where you have to be an extroverted social person, and I'm a introverted person. That right? I don't like talking to people. It doesn't look like that, but. I like sitting. I'm sure the one and I'm sure the 154 people who are watching this right now and listening to you would disagree on that particular one. After listening to you for almost like 30 minutes. But when you've done this for like a long time. Yeah, like I know. I know. You just you can you can say things, right? I understand. But the point is that uh, for talent, it's about building a good story. It's about building a good brand, and it's about getting these people to come um, together and work for you for something bigger, and you know. Their own career progression. So instead of seeing a services business, there's nothing to keep talent together. Yeah. Right. There's no reason for anybody to work in a services business. They are making a flat salary. There's no way to really, you know, help them think beyond themselves. So what I ended up doing was I ended up saying, look, we'll start investing in different companies. And when we invest in those companies, one day I'll move you from the services wing to the product wing. And that's worked very well because then on the product wing they have equity in the products. Yeah. Right. So if the product ever sells itself, then they get an upside. So. That's that's the way that I did services business, but you know, keeping talent in services business is hard. Hundred percent. Services is like thirty percent of their talent every year, thirty percent of their talent, right? So it's it's getting harder, and it's more. I I don't know what your thoughts on this are, but I think it's more because of millennials. Because millennials are they don't want to stay in one place for too long. Many options. They want that you know fun, quick money. Exactly. Life. So exactly. It's really it's hard, but somehow or the other, I'm trying to see if. You know, if I maybe I I can solve just the money part, and maybe you know I can give them like good food, comfort, comfort, a good environment, a little bit of challenge, instead of telling them that you know you do this for ten years, you become a billionaire. Yeah. So you you can't you really can't promise. Like I'm trying. It's it's to like as many people happiest. It's like Varun. It's it's like it's like giving them what they need right now, and not showing just the picture of ten year window. Right. Yeah, what about now? Sure. Like what about now? Not everybody wants to sacrifice like every leisure right now. Right? Not everybody would be thinking about ten-year window. So it's 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 on point, and that's that's that is the reason why. Like I always, I come across a lot of people who are from like fifteen years to at least twenty third, twenty three. That's the age group which like a lot of people DM me about. Uh, sir, I have this kind of idea. Pratik Bhai, I have these kind of ideas. What should I do? I say execute. Like pick one, execute. Fail. Pick second, execute. Fail. Pick third, execute, fail. What do you think we have reached to this level by just having one idea? No, not at all. All right. Then I think one good year, right? It's one good year. You could be working. See, when I was eleven, I never complained about not being successful when I was seventeen. I could have easily said, "Oh, I've been doing this for six years. Where is my money and success and rewards?" But I'll tell you one thing. My best year was when I was twenty-two. Okay. Twenty-two was like a big year for me because I sold Jobspire. I started Bajaj. I wrote Bajaj Profit. So. People think, oh, you know, you got successful in one year. No, man, I've been fucking struggling for God knows really, really long, right? So, and still, you might be struggling right now. You might be struggling right now based on the levels which you have right now. Exactly. Maybe one year when I'm forty, you know, 
पोटेंशियल करियर दरवाजा बंद कर Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. No worries. So I was saying, build a portfolio. Um, the right way to do it is to, there are many of these channels. There's um, there's Upwork, there's Freelancer.com, there is 99design. There's so many different channels. Just apply on all of them. Apply. See, the thing is, people can't put in the hard work. Like to sit, I I do around 200 applications. Like when uh, in the the day, 200 applications per day. And I was like, this is my like religiously. You know, some people wake up and pray. It's the exact same thing that I do. Right, I I wake up in the I used to wake up in the morning, do one applications, and then I go about my day. Okay. Two hours in the morning, I will just apply, copy and paste the same thing. There are no scripts back then. Copy and paste the same thing, personalize the first line. Right, and I did it so many times. And I tell you, out of you do two hundred posts, one person will reply to you, and then that out of that one percent, the conversion rate is again another one percent. Right, so it's it's very it's hard work. Right, as a graphic designer. So I tell people. Your talent, your skill in either marketing or graphic design is secondary to your ability to sell. And your ability to sell is to sit and send out emails, is to sit and do cold calls, is to sit and you know reach out to people. It's a full-time effort, man. I'll tell you, like talent, all skills and everything comes later on. Like yes, there there has to be something inside you, all right. But I just always relate any of these concepts with college-going student. Like when somebody is going to a college. All right, irrespective of whatever marks they have got, because a couple of them might be NRIC, it's a couple of them might be government quota, a couple of might be be just paid, like whatsoever it is. Hundred students who are sitting in a class, mentored by the same teacher or sir for four long years or three long years of graduation from the same college with the same syllabus at the same time every single day for four years, but still there is only one topper. Okay, it's the same game. it's the effort game then the talent game and then the reputation game because hard work hard work is not just once it has to be repeated all the time yeah you're back you're back to all right all right i'm so sorry i'm so sorry this rains are <laughs> yeah yeah you were saying something Yeah, I was just saying. 
there's a quote, no? Uh, hard work always beats talent. Like it's a very generic vanilla cliche quote, but dude, it's true. I mean, I, I, and I used to think, right, when I was younger, that I need to be smart to be able to do something in life. And I realized I, I meet a lot of successful people. The success, the one thing about successful people is they're not, you know. In fact, I think being too smart is detriment to being successful. Yeah. Because smart people overthink, right? And then they, people, then they delay the execution part. Exactly. If you just determine and you consistently put out stuff on a schedule, whether it's emails, you know, reaching out to clients or you know, content or whatever it is, it's not going to happen. And yeah. people they they do work for three months and they say, you know, it didn't happen for me. Dude, it takes like like I said, my, like like we came up with this on this video. You're you're at minus five. <laughs> exactly. So see, like like when when we when somebody is born talented, somebody might be very glued, like very fluent in speaking English. Alright, somebody might be awesome at communication, but now that talent is equal to somebody who is having 10 crore rupees in bank. Alright, I just relate that. I don't know how I think like this, but I think like this. I, I, I just give respect to the talent. But at the same point in time, a rich kid who is having 10 crore rupees has to do something about it. Alright, or else that will also be like vanished. So this talent, born talented guy or a girl has to do hard work again and again, again and again, so that that talent can be groomed even more. Mm-hmm. So it's all about hard work, whether they have the talent or not. And, and it's just, uh, in general, like, like name a few people that you know who are very talented, who have never done anything in life, like who you don't know about, and that's it. Through this, nobody's ever heard of them. <laughs> right? I'm just in search of, I, I, I'm after the treasure hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people, it's so hard and that's why people keep saying, you know, I'm, I'm not born talented. I'm like, who cares? Just do it for five years. You see, if you do it for five years, you will change as a person on year two, year three, year, year four and you will be different. Like I can't even imagine what you'll be like. But most people, their problem is they think that three years later, they'll be the same person. Yeah. Nobody's the same three years later. Nobody's the same four years later. You can't even, you cannot predict what you will be four years later. I can guarantee you that much. Yeah. I can't guarantee much, but in general, whoever is listening to this, Four years later, if you continue sticking with the same game, what you will be doing after four years, I do not know. What opportunities come your way, I don't know. But the more you share, the more content you put out, the more you reach out to people, the more emails you do, phone calls you do, the more you share, the more opportunities you get. 100%. That's it. That's that's one thing. All right. All right. All right. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, Once again, thank you so much for all the colorful thing which is going on the right hand side of my screen over here, which is having a shape of heart which is going like big, small, big, small, vanishing. <laughs> and I love you guys. Like Varun is super excited over here. And we're going to take one last question over here. I'm going to randomly pick up from the question sticker. Uh, all right. Any advice would you like to give to young Pratik or Varun who was 18 years? So that's the question over here for five seconds. And then I'll just uh, remove the question so that people can see you or else it will be on your face itself. So Varun, bring it on. Final question. Okay, so I, so I don't know about Pratik because I think Pratik will answer better for himself. But I tell you what, why should I give my, my 18 year old self? Right? I, I, it's very obvious. Chill. <laughs> right? No rush. Like, I always wanted to be the first, I always wanted to be the best. And I was so stressed when I was 21 or 22 years old. Like, when I was in my early 20s, I was so stressed, it was not worth it. Right? At the end of the day, okay, maybe I would have been successful one year later, two years later. Yeah. But I'm telling you, those two years were not worth where I am today. Right? Exactly. And this regret, nobody says. 100%. This regret, nobody, like, nobody will tell you this life. 
right? So if I was talking to my 18 year old self, it would just chill. Things will happen. You give it some time. Just stick, stick with the game. Anyway, you're you're gonna stick with the game. So just stay there. Like don't don't try to rush it. Yeah, and what I would say, what I would say to my own self, and if if it was eighteen, I would just say, you are the same what you are right now, so it's okay. Like when I was eighteen, I was about to enter the college, and I was just a studious guy because I had scored ninety four, ninety three, and seventy eight PCM, physics, chemistry, and maths. I was super good, studious guy to the like like always in the books and everything. In four semesters, like. top four semesters i was the topper i was the secretary of computer society of india president of ieee so i would just tell myself that keep doing what you are doing all right and this is what varun this is so very interesting like i have been telling this to a lot of people who met meet me since past couple of 6 months now they always ask me that how are you good at english now and how do you communicate with people and how do you network with people and i always tell this this is not what i have been doing since years I've been practicing slowly and steadily, and that's how I'm improving every single day. So every single day, I'm getting better and better. That's the thing which I'm chasing after. And if I tell you, like, when I self-audited myself, I was like one year ago, I was self-auditing myself. What I'm good at, like, if I'm going back to my first standard, what I was good at, like, I have repeated first standard. I didn't appear for the examination in first standard. Can you imagine? I was crying because I didn't want to appear the examinations. All right. because my 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 sister was about to like my sister was uh, in in my my mom was pregnant and she was about to deliver a baby she was not with us i was staying with my dad alone and like i always used to cry in my first standard i didn't appear my for my examination all right and i don't know how but then when i reappeared for my first uh, first standard i repeated that class all of a sudden something changed over here i was repeating all the time and since first standard till 12th standard all right that is like till i was 17 i was always the monitor of some other other thing you know we used to have that monitor of the class so i always used to be the monitor and for the houses and red house and blue house i always used to be the captain vice captain and i always used to lead in the uh, like like uh, sports i was the striker bowler i was playing volleyball playing badminton playing chess everything like long jump though my height is small right so when i self audited all those things in the college as well dancing choreographer I self-audited that I'm always, always, always in the execution mode of whatever I'm doing. So I would say to my 18, I would, I would just say to my 18 self that yes, keep executing, no matter what. And that's where probably I took that third ever drop and finally decided that I'm not going to look back. That's it. Period. End of story. Interesting. No, I, I totally agree with you, and I think. See, at the end of the day, the executors win, right? Hundred percent. People who actually create something that win. It's not the guys who sit and talk about ideas. So when people come and ask me, you know, what ideas should I focus on? You know, it really doesn't matter. Like just just stay in the game, stay long enough. There are always going to be people that will tell you some shit or the other. Ignore them. That's that's part of the that's part of what we do. Great. So Varun, where can people get connected to you? Tell us your handles over here. and then we can conclude the call and guys please make a note of varun's handles except his phone number because he's not going to give you <laughs> yeah varun all yours lucky draw <laughs> yeah so uh, you can follow me on instagram at dvarunmaya that's t h e v a r u n m a y y a i have a youtube just look for my name varunmaya um it's this this one with like funny purple color whatever background so just click on it 
um and i see you there guys like love to be connected pratik we should do this once where you are on my instagram you ask me a lot of questions anytime bro i ask you a lot of questions because i have questions for you anytime um, bro i just didn't want to interrupt your space we'll do it whenever you're free next week uh, let's do it on my instagram exactly. i'm looking forward to that minus 5 video i think that's going to be a good one that is uh, for sure just can you believe that that the idea just came on on this cast uh, and it's some and the cool spot right Yeah, I think the coolest part. There was some guy who commented saying that uh, hashtag two year embarrassment or something like that, right? Yeah. And I said, okay, why instead of two years, let me make it five years. So in fact, to be honest, it wasn't me or you who came up with the idea. It was our audience, <laughs> and it's only possible today on Instagram. Like, I wish like really big companies saw this. I really wish like everyone in the world was seeing what's going on here, where your audience is helping you create content, helping you build businesses. It's Like it's not about us anymore, man. Hundred like, percent. That's, uh, that's what I love. Like exactly. Like what are we gonna get out of this? Are we getting any dollars? Are we getting any Indian currencies over there while doing this episode right now over here? We are just trying to bring awareness about us by empowering other people. All right. It's like when you wear a smile on your face in front of somebody, they will smile. It's the same case while empowering or building your own brand. When you try to empower yourself by empowering other people, definitely it's a win-win situation and everybody wins in the long run. अलॉन्ग विथ वरुण सॉरी माइनस फाइव वीडियो इज ऑन द ऑन द बुक्स ऑन द रिकॉर्ड राइट नाउ इट इज ऑन द बुक्स इट इज गोन इन ट्वेंटी गाइज सो थैंक यू सो मच फॉर ऑल द लव एंड वी कैन एंड दिस थिंग ओवर हियर and uh, yes uh, this video would be saved uh, like i was seeing all these things so we going to definitely keep it up so you can watch the replay you can share this with other people if they want to watch it and i'm going to definitely put up the podcast episode as well soon enough so you can listen to the podcast episode and with that been said this is digital pratik your host and those signing off good night hasta la vista i love you guys hey there thank you so much with that been said thank you so 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 very much for tuning into this particular episode and listening to digital pratik show because i know how time is valuable for everybody thank you so much once again i'm truly grateful for having you and your ears on my episode and i look forward to have you on the next one